Audioversity, the voice of Reichman University. Film Fanatics. From the silver screen to your earphones. With Alan Azulay and Gal Balaban. I felt like I was looking at a cutscene from a video game. Like, I felt, I felt embarrassed that I was in a theater. Welcome back to Film Fanatics, where we talk about the movies that have us obsessed, excited, and inspired. I'm Alan. And I'm Gal. Today, we are going to take a trip down Vampire Killing Lane as we're reviewing Marvel's original vampire hero, Wesley Snipes himself, Blade. And then we're going to talk about the most hated comic book movie of all time, probably, uh, Morbius, starring the versatile, for better or for worse, Jared Leto. <laughs> That's right. First, let's talk about some movie news. As you might have heard, Bruce Willis has announced his retirement recently from uh, from acting. It has something to do with his health and his diagnosis, but um, seems like he's uh, he's mostly like fine. Bruce Willis has been awesome. I think everyone can agree with that. Uh, he's had an amazing career, whether it's The Sixth Sense or Pulp Fiction or Unbreakable, all the awesome movies that he's done. Do you have a favorite of his necessarily? You just listed a couple of them right there. And um, like, I think for me it would be Pulp Fiction, but um, he also had like some weird hits in this time that he was doing like a lot of things. Like I love Red. It's it's oh. it's such a like sort of like dumb movie, but I I had so much fun watching Red. I remember the second one better. Amazing! I think most people uh, will remember his acting from Die Hard. I guess like I think that's his most yeah. iconic role. And uh, I would I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. And Jake Peralta would probably kill me. Oh yeah. So here's a toast to Bruce Willis. Great career, of course. Uh, weird ending, but. Like not not because of the disease, just because of like the movie choices, but you know. Indeed. Good actor. Next up, uh Jim Carrey claims he also wants to retire after Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Even though he doesn't have anything, guys, don't worry. Yeah, like, he's, I mean he's okay. That's just a He's personal. better now from uh like he suffered from a lot from depression and all that. But like now he's doing okay. Is I think it's just more a personal decision. Yeah. Uh and that would be really bad. I love Jim Carrey. What a movie to go out on, Sonic, out of all movies. Yeah, uh, I would give him like an Oscar play for for his last movie. Like, <laughs> I, I would be, I, I would be a nice studio. No, that would be funny. Like, uh, uh, like, um, uh, Sunshine, Eternal Sunshine Eternal of the Spotless, Spotless Mind. Mind, or something like that. And of course, there's all like the goofy comedies that he's great in. The Mask was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. I have put the mask on my Netflix list. It's I haven't so watched good, it. and the second one is good too. I this might be nostalgia. I know, I haven't watched them in years, but like they like the mask was also for sure one of my favorite movies. I'll check like it, it out. Maybe we'll do a total recall. One of my personal favorites though is Bruce Almighty. I was gonna say is in Bruce Almighty. I love them. I love yeah. that movie when I was a kid. I hate Evan Almighty, but I love Bruce Almighty. Evan is like the second one, right? Which is yeah. weird. It's not with him. It's Steve Carell's character from the first movie. Yes Man is pretty good. Oh, I love Yes Man. With Zoe Destinel is in it. A uh, lot of fun stuff. Awesome. So Jim Carrey, please don't retire. You still have a lot of good to give to this word. Uh, let's talk about some more controversial stuff. Uh, you want to take this one? Will Smith has resigned from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences following the controversial Slapgate uh, at the Oscars. It doesn't mean he can't get nominated for an Oscar in the future. It just means he, he doesn't get to vote. Vote, yeah. And uh, and apparently there were 
two movies. One was Bad Boys 4, and the other was some Netflix movie okay. that David Leitch recently exited. Both have been no longer fast-tracked because of the controversial light. Yeah, so Will Smith, go go take care of yourself for a bit. You're running for favorites. Don't let that happen again, please. That was not a fun week. To some more lighter news, a Spy Kids reboot is uh, has gotten a green light from Netflix with original director Robert Rodriguez. I'm really excited about this. I don't think the Spy Kids... Look, I watched them a lot when I was younger. I don't think they've aged very well, to be honest. I Also, one the fourth two, one, one is and two trash. Have, one and two are really good. Three is... Three is a pile of shit. Three is like a weird animated movie that I made on paint. Four, I think I've actually seen the most times because I had the DVD. Also not a good movie. I've never seen four. Oh. It's <laughs> it's with Joe McHale, isn't it? Joe McHale and Jessica Alba are like uh, and then their kids become the new spy kids and the originals come back to like help them a little bit and it's as you know, pretty good that stupid. I haven't good that I haven't watched it. Yeah. But like even just as a director, Robert Rodriguez, I don't enjoy a lot of what he's put out. Like, I agree with you there. So the closest like, yeah. he's tried to make a normal movie is Alita Battle Angel. That's I, not even that great. I have never watched that. You're not missing out on much. But it does have a huge following on Twitter. So I guess I'll add a depending on who you ask asterisk to that. Okay, is that kind of like it will, it will probably win the scene of the year? <laughs> next year. Next yeah, year. Exactly. <laughs> Because that's all that matters, right? How many followers you have on Twitter. I guess. And to win an Oscar now. Anyway. Right. Uh, I'm excited for this one. Uh, like, he, the first two are, like, part of my childhood. Like, uh, me and my sister, we watch them all the time. So, Sharon Stone has joined DC's Blue Beetle as the main villain. And the movie is coming out August 2023. George Lopez is also joining. Uh, then Mel Alcazar from Narcos. Harvey Gullen from What We Do in the Shadows. And uh, also something that I'm particularly really excited about. Uh, Brazilian actress Bruna Marquezini was cast as the love interest uh, for the Blue Beetle. And I love this. I grew up watching her uh, when I was a kid. She did like soap operas in Brazil and stuff. She's around my age. She's like 25. Maybe she's a little bit older. Maybe she's 28 now or something. But so like I... I grew up, like, watching her on TV, like, on Brazilian TV. So, it's, like, it was just really cool to see her, like, make it to Hollywood. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm just... I just wanted to share this because it was a really cool moment for me as well. Wow, amazing. I'm also excited because Zolo Maraduena is playing the Blue Beetle. He was great in Cobra Kai. Uh, You haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Do you want to get into Total Recall? Let's talk about Blade from 1998. So, this movie stars Wesley Snipes as the titular Blade, whose real name is Eric Brooks, but they only call him that, like, once. Wesley Snipes. Stephen Dorff. You're one of them, aren't you? No. I'm something else. Blade. This was considered Marvel's first big box office success that led them to Greenlight, stuff that's a little more popular, like... X-Men 2000, Spider-Man 2002, etc. The movie has a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, but a 78% audience score. Today we watched it for the first time recently without having seen the sequels or having grown up with it. And we're here to see 
if it holds up. It does not. It does not. <laughs> the thing with this movie is like I was very gentle on it because again it was the the importance of this movie for like comic book movies, for black movies, for all that. And um and because he's fantastic in it, like as much as you can be with that script, but like his blade, right? It, that, that never comes off like he's like phoning it in or something like that, Wesley Snipes. Everything else, terrible. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's let's get into it. So first of all, uh let's talk about Wesley Snipes' blade. Um he's definitely one of the the only like tolerable part of the cast and besides <laughs> they're terrible. You know, Chris Christopherson as uh his mentor who's Abraham Whistler, he's fine. Yeah, he's, he's a, fine. Wesley Snipes, there's times where he overacts, but usually it works in his favor the way he he's a little bit silly. Everything else just doesn't know what it wants to be. The female lead, her name is Mbouche, Oh, she's so right? annoying. Yeah, I really did not like her. Apparently, she did not come back for the sequels. Um, and I get it. But you yeah. know who, who <laughs> yeah. is the worst? Is Steven Dorff, who plays the villain Deacon Frost. He's so bad. Every time he got on the screen, I was like, leave. Stop talking and leave. If you ever wanted to know what the personification of mustache twirling 90s villain was, it's this fucking guy. But he's not even like, he doesn't feel in control. He's like a bitch. That's yeah. who he is. He's but the like, worst. But like, he thinks he's in control. Like, he's very much like thinking he's like the shit. And he's definitely not. And yeah, watching this movie was was hard. Yeah. And then the other villain, Donald Logue plays him. His character's name is just Quinn, apparently. Uh, he's not as bad because he's silly and he knows it. Yeah, he's like, funny. I like that. Yeah. So he was actually Harvey Bullock in the Gotham show. Uh, really? Yeah. Because I watched that and it did not make that connection. Yeah, so he's one of the main characters there. Um, after this movie, I decided that he is a poor man's Woody Harrelson <laughs> just because of his voice. That's uh, that's a good <laughs> that's a good comparison. Um, but yeah, he's fine. But overall, tonally, this movie is just so weird because it tries to be very like, dark street level crime everything's like dark and there's criminals everywhere but then you get like there's a scene where he visits basically baron harkonnen from dune this big cgi creature um yeah it's like so bad the problem is there's all this silliness but it takes itself seriously while knowing that it's not serious i didn't really get what it was trying to be and it's also just so soulless it there's no real emotion or soul in the movie exactly it honestly felt like watching a bad 90s action movie which is what it is (laughs) it's what it is Uh, so like that's fair enough i guess let's talk also about the action scenes what did you think i thought that they were actually okay like it wasn't that bad you know like i loved how gory it got like sometimes it didn't work as well as it should uh but, like, I love the campy, gory aspects of it, but they should have leaned into it with the other aspects of that movie. And it would have worked. It would have been, like, a fun, weird, R-rated, like, sort of, like, Deadpool vibes. But they didn't lean into Instead it at all. Instead of trying to be a dark street exactly, level. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of trying to be, like, the Batman, but vampires. Exactly. So, the action scenes are probably the highlight of the movie. But the way they're edited and the shaky cam, oh, I hated there's the so shaky many cam. cuts, and it, it felt really like dizzying, and it wasn't as fun of it as it could have been. And the one thing I think they could have leaned into more 
was like the hand-to-hand and sword combat because yeah. whenever that happens and you see like Wesley Snipes exaggerated reactions when he's blocking punches that's when the movie worked best and they barely ever lean into it yeah for sure like and it's also the cool thing about Blade he's a he's a vampire hunter with a sword so use it yeah use Don't your use sword guns. more the movie's called Blade <laughs> um people say that the next two are better yeah um, I didn't want to see the the next one until today, I saw Blade 2 is directed by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I did not know about that. So now I want to watch it. I want to watch it now as well. So- oh, Blade Trinity I might watch because it has Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds. So let us know if that one's any good. I'm probably going to watch both of them, like honestly, eventually. Just but out like, of curiosity. But this one I did yeah. not have a good time watching because it was not good. Nothing could get worse than this. But then I went and saw Morbius. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's, uh, do, what did you think about that transition? Terrific transition. For a terrific movie. For a terrific uh, movie. So, Morbius is directed by Daniel Espinosa. It was written by... And I, the reason I put it here because I have some gems of uh, history on this writers. Indulge us. Uh, it was written by Matt Sazena and... Berg Sharples? I have no idea how to say this dude's name. They wrote such classics as 2017 Power Rangers, Gods of Egypt, and The Last Witch Hunter. And that should tell you just about everything you should need to know about Morbius. I'd do anything to save a life. I don't know what I'm capable of. You save lives, you don't take them. Are you here to heal the world? Or to destroy it? We've been subjected to the trailers for Morbius for about two years now. And already it was my least anticipated comic (laughs) book movie ever. Like... with At least like with X-Men Dark Phoenix, I was curious because I knew the characters. With Morbius... The impossible happened. It was worse than I thought it would be, even though I already thought it looked terrible. This is possibly the worst movie I've ever seen in a theater. I won't lie. I won't say that. Like, it's something weird happened to this movie. Like, the beginning, I actually was enjoying myself. Uh, like, I was like, no, it's not as bad as people are saying. Like, this movie is actually okay. Like, it's not a great comic book movie, but, like, it's good. Like, the cinematography was kind of cool. Like, uh, Jared Leto was okay he wasn't like doing a weird shtick or something like he was just acting like probably this guy would act but i i know exactly the point where i was like oh my god this movie sucks that i I went i 360 on it because i was like oh this is decent matt smith plays the villain it was the point where he started dancing (laughs) it was right at that (laughs) moment that i was i was alone in this theater by the way oh my god like uh, it was me and like eight 12 year olds watching this movie <laughs> on a sunday night and sunday here in israel is basically monday so that's the kind of crowd i went with uh but like that moment when that happened i sighed in disbelief is this happening or am i going insane because it was so cheesy and such and so random like if that didn't happen like and after that, like, it just become a campy mess. And, like, I don't understand what the hell happened to this movie, honestly. No, I was I was miserable watching this movie. I mean, listen, it was so gloomy and the lighting was all dark and it wasn't even trying to like, feel like it was 
I didn't understand who the movie was for. Did you feel like you didn't see some scenes because like it was so dark you couldn't even see? Because I felt Not that like that at bad, least three times. It, was, it just like they were trying to give off a very dark tone, but it just felt like dry. And I didn't understand what kind of feel the movie was going for. Jared Leto, I don't know if I really cared for his performance. He felt kind of... But miscast com compared to the rest of the movie he was fantastic compared to the rest of the movie sure because <laughs> matt smith was god awful <laughs> he was terrible um, and but the thing i felt with Jared leto is there were the character that morbius needed to be according to the movie was like this doctor strange type where he's a, like a social outcast doctor turned hero who doesn't understand what's happening to him yeah and i don't know he just plays it with a little too much weirdness that's what leto does but Matt Smith, so bad. Oh my god, that was that was really bad. And like, didn't didn't Matt Smith just win an Emmy or something? Like, wh what happened? He was yeah, he's like <laughs> he was in The Crown. He was in Doctor Who. Like, he's a pretty beloved actor. And also, like, the CGI in Blade was pretty horrible. But the CGI in Morbius, I felt like I was looking at a cutscene from a video game. Like I felt, great. I felt embarrassed that I was in a theater. Half the city wants to kill you. We haven't had anything this good since that thing in San Francisco. The other half wants to control you. Hey, uh, Doctor Mike, you and I should stay in touch. It's only an hour and forty-four minutes, but it feels, it felt like a longer time than the other movies because I was, I was dozing off in a Marvel movie. I looked at my phone, which I never do in a movie theater to check out like the time i wasn't like texting or anything but like just to check the time at least four times oh my god uh so that was awful leto was fine in my opinion and um also i like some some of the visuals some of the action scenes like the beginning of the movie is good fine not actually good but like fine we just hope they don't make another morbius movie at least like the only reason i would accept them making another Morbius movie is like if he's in Deadpool 3 or something. And I want Ryan Reynolds to knock his head off. <laughs> yeah. If they make a Morbius joke in Deadpool 3... Oh, they are going to. That'll be gold. But like, yeah... That's the best is... thing that could possibly come out of this movie. This Sony universe could have been so good if they knew how to plan their shit and get good creators behind them. Uh, because Morbius is a good character in the comics, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just, like, a bad character. It's not great, but, like, you know, there's a good way to do a vampire story, especially, like, a vampire superhero, anti-hero kind of thing. Like, you can do something really interesting with that that's kind of different from what we've been getting from the comic book movies. Hey, I mean, we got Mahershala Ali's Blade coming up. I got hopes for that, honestly. No, that's gonna be good. Like, that's... Yeah. As long as it's very different from the original Blade. <laughs> no, I think that's gonna be really good, and I hope Wesley Snipe gets a role in that movie. Ooh, you have um, a cameo. The point is, like, Sony had all the eggs that they needed. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, Tom Hardy is a great freaking, freaking actor. Amazing actor. You should give him the base to... And he's a good Venom. You should give him the base to have, like, a good Venom, like, trilogy or whatever. Now the cat's out of the bag, but, like... Um, Already two bad Venom movies, so, like... Exactly. Morbius, the same thing. Jared Leto's fine. That's not the problem of the movie. And then you have... In Craven the Hunter, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Like you have these people, they would have been great to do like a Sinister Six versus like um, Andrew Garfield kind of thing. Yes, it would have been great, 
but you need to get like good creative teams behind <laughs> it, good planning. Like this just all seems very tacked on. Sony just didn't care about this movie as much as we didn't care about it. And I don't think anyone's going to remember this movie in the grand scheme of comic book movies. Yeah, but I fought the same thing for Venom and it got Venom too and it made like $900 million. So what the fuck do I know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Morbius makes Venom enjoyable. That's how bad Morbius is. I mean, Venom was fine, but it was fine in the sense that you could watch it in a plane. Morbius, I don't want to ever <laughs> think of. Again. I, yeah, I don't want to watch Morbius in a plane even. Who the hell are you, man? I am Venom. I'm just kidding. It's Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. That's our episode of us ranting about superhero vampire movies. Skip Morbius. Even if you love Marvel, you're saving your energy and your time. Please. Watch maybe if you want to make fun of it, like some the, the, the end credit scene online or some shit yeah. like that, and that's it. But I think the main the main takeaway is don't watch it. Or, yeah, when, when it comes out on DVD, watch the YouTube of the It's credit. coming, like... Uh, Sony has a deal with Netflix now, so it should come to Netflix in like the next six months ish. Watch it then, because then it's basically. So for skip free. the post credits. Skip to the post credits scene. Either way, only two minutes of this movie are worth watching out of 104 minutes, and it's not even because they're good, just for continuity's sake. So yeah, uh, we'll see you guys soon. You have a good week. I'm Alan. And I'm Gaul. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again soon.